We're starting again, recording, new recording. And well, I have a, this is Sissy, and I have some more questions for Aunt Ruth. Today is the November the 7th, I think. And um, I have some questions, Aunt Ruth, for you from Tammy. When, when you were um, living with uh, Pearl and you had Sue, had you lived with her before? Uh, well, I must have been there at least 27 months. Probably, uh, well, probably there about 30 or 31 or two months. But Tony came home just as soon as, well, the war was over. And some of the places, they had to wait on a plane or some way to get them back home. So he was over there a week or two before he got a got they got away for sending them home from uh, somewhere in the south of the Philippines, I think. And, and how old was Sue when he got home? Twenty seven months. So um, that had to be a tremendous experience for him. A what? That had to be a, a tremendous celebration for him to come home to his wife and his new baby. Yeah. Well, we all all gathered at Mama's. All the boys got home. All of them came home, but one, I think it was Herman, wasn't there. He hadn't got out yet. How many boys were in the war? Started out with six, but Dick got, uh, he couldn't just stay in. He was discharged it. after about a year. He had meningitis, affected his eyes. And um, do you remember which ones, which of your brothers were in World War II? Uh, <clears throat> Bill, Clyde, Herman, uh, Buck, and Dewey. <laughs> that was quite a tremendous thing for, for uh, your mother to go through and the family. To have that many of her children in World War Two, wasn't there a newspaper article in Nacogdoches about that? Yes, there was it, and she had a letter from the president. She got a letter from the president because of her six sons. That's tremendous. And what president was that? Huh? Which president was that? Who was president? Oh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt. What is your best memory of your mother? Is another question Tammy has. Of my mother. Well. I remember her. She had a temper. She was uh, uh, always took care of us. Of course, there was a lot of us, and some of the old ones helped take care of the smaller ones. And we, you know, we didn't uh, sit in the house and watch TV or anything. We was out playing, so she didn't. Uh, it wasn't like today. We well, were you out in the country, so you didn't have to. You could play outside all day. Yeah, we stayed outside all day. If if we weren't in field, we was outside playing unless we had chores to do in the house. But we didn't have very many chores in the house. Most of ours was working in the field and raking the yard. What was your father like as a parent? What, what do you remember special about him? Well, he didn't, uh, he wasn't a hands-on father. <laughs> he just uh, saw that uh, we behaved, and if we didn't, we knew it was gonna be in trouble. And when we ate, we go to the table to eat. We had to eat what was put on our plate. Uh, we didn't get nothing else until we ate 
everything is put on a plate. We couldn't put but one thing at a time. I doubt there was any wasting of food back then. Right. There was no waste of food. So Tammy wants to know also, when she was a young girl, what did uh, she do besides read her Archie comic books when she would come visit with you and do gymnastics in the uh, front yard and watch you cook? She didn't do anything but play with... (laughs) But play. And and uh, Sue and Sandy picked at her, <laughs> teased her, and made her think there was something going to get her. And <laughs> I think that's sort of a King family trait, isn't yeah. it? And uh, you had get, left money and wanted them to get her uh, a certain kind of shoe, and she was not going to have it. And they took her over there, but she still wouldn't wear those shoes. So I think it was tennis shoes. It's probably dress shoes. I probably wanted her to have some patent leather shoes. You might have, but she she was wouldn't she would not have the shoes that you wanted them to get her to buy. You you thought they could get her to do it, or she wouldn't didn't want to for you. So you and your friend went to Allison and told Sue now to to take her over there and get her to buy some, and she would she wouldn't buy them. She wouldn't let them buy them, so they didn't get any but shoes. Well, she had a good time, I know, visiting. Okay, we're just about getting to the end of our road here. There's a few that didn't get answered. Um, when you were growing up um, and the family were having meals, did y'all have discussions about world happenings and politics or anything? No, Papa had a boy that with neighbors and maybe him and Mama did some of it, but we didn't, us kids never got in, involved in any of it. And do you remember your grandparents and what memories you have of them? The only grandparent I ever had, it was live when I was born, was Mama's mother. And I barely remember. I was about four years old when she died. What was her name? Eliza. It's called her name, I think, was Elizabeth, but they called her Eliza. Eliza. But you didn't know a grandfather? No. Did any of you kids have any health problems when you were growing up? Did you get vaccinations back then? Not real bad health problems. Dick had some trouble with his stomach, but other than that, we did. Which too mean. <laughs> too mean. How did your parents die, and uh, what age were you when they did pass away? Well... Your father died of a heart problem, didn't he? He died of heart problems. He had had several years. And uh, Mama died. Uh, pneumonia. But she well, she had, had back pneumonia. Surgery. She had broke, broken her hip. And they did, yeah, did surgery on it, and she was in the <laughs> hospital. But she got pneumonia and passed she lived away. about a week. And do you remember how old she was? I think she was 92. Yeah, that's what I've heard is that she was 92. Um, Let's see, some of these questions that we had are, oh, repeat. Oh, here's one that we were interested in you answering. Do you remember anything, your kids, when they were little, Sue and Danny, that just really amazed you? And were you strict or were you lenient? And what what are some of the fun things that uh, you remember uh, when they were growing up? I remember going to... uh Airport, and they was having an air show, and they let some people go up if they paid some. And watching that, I just thought that was amazing. 
Is there anyone that you can think of that really changed the course of your life? Of course, I'm sure you would say Uncle Tony. Is somebody that changed the course of your life, that your life changed? Tony did. Yeah. Tony, absolutely. And how old were you? Did we we ask that? How old were you when you married, Tony? I was 19. I think uh, we're down to... There was a big change as far as a change. This one, Tony, was in service. And uh, we didn't get... Somebody asked about mail, how often we got mail, and I haven't answered that. We We never knew when to expect our mail. It, we may go weeks without getting any, and then we'd get a lot at one time. And part of it, it depends on where they were and the situation they were in. They would uh, read the letters and cut out things that he might have said that they didn't want out. And sometimes there wouldn't be much letter there when you got it back. Because they had edited a lot out of it, taken yeah. a lot out. And it was horrible because uh, people didn't have telephones much then. And if, if you got uh, bad news or good news either, anybody sent you a telegram. And if, we, if I saw a tele, a pe- people coming with a telegram, it scared me to death. Every time, I bet. Every time you'd see somebody deliver a telegram. I bet. And... Uh, then there was a guy behind us who played. There was a song out, No Bail Today. And that was the name of a song? No Bail Today, The Days Are So Long. And I forgot what was the rest of it, but he played it all day, every day, <laughs> as loud as he could play it. Oh, my God. And I'd cry a lot of times. I'd be so lonely. Well, that had to be really, really hard to have a new baby and you've got uh, your husband gone that long and yeah. had to be tough. It was very, very hard. I never had nothing any harder. We we uh, we had some good times there, though. We'd go to the movies with Pearl and Georgia and we had a tent show that people acted. Well, and we'd go to that about once a week. Oh, Wow. And uh, and you you took care of the three of us, right? I took care of the three of y'all. And I remember one time we were going downtown to the movie. That was, I think, the only one I went to. And we caught the, we were on the bus, and uh, you said, "Mommy, I forgot to put my panties on." <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> but tell them how old I was. You was about. Uh, about four years old, I guess. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> four years old. And uh, I know that Jeff, well, we all had a special connection to Uncle Tony, but I know Jeff did especially because you two got him started fishing. Well, I took Jeff home with me one time. Tony and I did. We was come up to see you, and we took him home with us. And uh, I had to put him on the plane to send him back I cried when he left. <laughs> and Tony said, if you're going to cry when he leaves, well, you can't have him come <laughs> That was probably when we lived up in New Jersey. 
and he was about. It was when you when you lived with the three kids. You weren't married then. Oh, that was when I was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, can you think of some other things that we've left out that we would want to tell the family? Uh, no. Any word of advice on uh, taking care of yourself and why you? Basically, been pretty healthy for ninety six years. I'm not good at giving advice. Oh, I won't. I don't know. Is I it? I give a lot of it, but I'm not good at it. Well, I recently uh, had a discussion with a doctor, and I was telling him, "Well, my ninety six year old aunt said to do blah blah blah," and he said to me, "Well, if my ninety six year old aunt told me to do something, I would do it," which we thought was quite interesting. So, okay, we're going to wind it up. We hope uh, everybody that gets this will enjoy it as much as we've enjoyed doing the interview. And uh, it's been a special, special time. So we will hopefully get this edited somewhat and, and get everybody a copy of it. And we thank all of you that did send us questions. And I hope we got around to everybody. We did get around to everybody. You'll probably hear some questions repeated. Um, but um, we certainly did enjoy doing it, and um, it's wonderful that Aunt Ruth could remember all of this and, and give us all these stories. Do you want to say anything? Well, I enjoyed it, but I hope I sound better on the the uh, recorder recording than I, I think I sound here. Well, you sound beautiful to me, and Aunt Wanda says you sound fine, and uh, Debbie's not here with us today, but... Uh, she had to go back home, but we thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's going to be a special, special um, gift to all the King family. So we appreciate you doing it so much. And we love you, Aunt Ruth. Love all of y'all, everyone. Okay, bye-bye. A certain person. Okay, we want to add another um, story that Aunt Ruth has just, or that I've just found that Stacy has sent us. And uh, Stacy is asking Aunt Ruth uh, about the story that Aunt Ruth got in a fight at the grocery store over a parking lot. So that's what we're talking about now. Here we go. I had gone to Walmart, and I was waiting on a parking space. Somebody come up right behind me, and I couldn't. I needed to back back to get in the space. She wanted the space too. And so I started backing back, and she backed back thinking I was going to go on. Yeah. And I, I, when she backed back, then I had room to pull up and go in the parking place. Yeah. And uh, big, about twice as big as me. And she jumped out of that car. She parked a little too, too down. Yeah. And uh, she jumped out of the car and come run up there and started cussing me out. And she said she'd beat my ass, and I said, "You tried. <laughs> Just come on, try." I can't believe that. I did. No, I can't believe she would do that. Somebody well, she did. did. So, did what happened? Did she just go on? Yeah, she went on. She thought I wasn't going back down. She thought I was going. She was going to scare me to death. Oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> that reminds me of that movie. Um, Fried green tomatoes. Oh, fried green tomatoes. Yeah. All you guys, fried if you green. saw that, what Aunt Ruth just described is was in fried green tomatoes, and, and that was just a really funny uh, scene in that movie. Okay, we're going to probably not cancel. We're going to leave this open, so if we think of some more stories we want to add, we can. My burglar. Okay, we just thought of another one about uh, 
when Aunt Ruth remembered, and so we're going to tell it now. I had gone, been to the doctor, and I came home, and I start, went in my garage and started to the house, started to the back door where I was, and I saw my little dog out in the oh, fence, yeah. fenced in the yard, running around, and I knew I didn't leave it out there. So I went on back up to the door, uh, the gate of the uh, fence, and the door was open, and I looked up, and there was a guy going around the corner. Oh, my gosh. Of the house going the other way. Uh-huh. I remember that. And I took off across the yard. I was going to the uh, get a, uh, to the neighbors to use the phone to call the police. And uh, I was on going toward the street one side, and he was on the other. And he come around the house. It was about even with me, and I run over and told him, he had my, uh, not my TV, but your, he had VCR, my telephone. Your VCR thing. Your VCR? My VCR. He had my VCR. Yeah. And I made him put the VCR down. How did you make him put it down? Was I you... just kept saying, you better get it, put it down, put it down. Then I'd say, help, help, help. Oh, stop it. Hoping the neighbors would hear me. And uh, there was a boy, uh, a man next door with his two kids. And he heard me finally. He come up to get something from the front of the house, and he heard me. And he come. He thought the guy was uh, fixing to get jump on me, and I I didn't see him. I had my back to him, but the guy saw him, and I was. He finally put my tele, my VCR down, and and uh, my telephone, and uh, I ran to. Uh, uh, the guy ran over there, him and his kids, and the guy took off, and uh, the man across the street came across over there then, and he said, well, they'd, he and his uh, uncle lived together. So they went looking for him. They drove down the street thinking he'd walk down the creek to the street. Right. And they never did find him. Oh. But he had broken my... Went my glass out of my uh, back door and the kitchen door. Oh, my goodness. And the boy that was over working on his mother's house fixed it for me before he went home. That That had to be kind of scary for you. Yeah, and I made another one uh, leave one day. The squirrel alerted me to the that somebody was out there. Your pet squirrel. My pet squirrel. Mm-hmm. I held it on the back porch. And I had gone in the kitchen to get a stamp or something. I was sending the kids some money for Easter or something. I heard a noise, and I looked out the window, and the squirrel was looking down that way. Huh. Acting real excited. And I opened the door, and this guy was taking those jollices out. Yeah. He'd push them up and take them out. Oh, my God. And he had four or five of them out. And I thought, you better get away from here. <laughs> he took off. <laughs> and that was 429. Well, they, they didn't know who they were messing with, did they? <laughs> so um, that is a funny story. But you were not afraid of him at all when you just started chasing him. I just, I didn't think about it. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Was right. Okay, we're going to pause because the, do- the uh, puppy dog wants to get in on it. Okay, this is Sissy Mary Del Campo, and we are continuing some interviewing with the King 
family, children. Uh, We're going to interview Roy, who is the first grandchild of Jesse King, and his dad, Homer, was the first child of Jesse King. And today is November the 9th, and I will be asking him some questions, and we'll be getting some good answers. So, okay, Roy, what's your full name, Roy? (laughs) My full name is Lee Roy King. And how old are you? Well, the 3rd of April, I'll be 90 years old. 90. Okay, you're really moving on, aren't you? I feel like I'm 40. (laughs) And you look like you're not 90 for sure. (laughs) Not at all. So can you uh, tell me some memories of uh, your grandmother and your grandfather, Granny Keen, and I think we called him Papa. I, I don't know if you did or not. Yes. But uh, if you just give us some uh, stories um, about your memories of them, of Papa and then Mama. I remember Mama always cooked a big cast iron pot of peas every day and a big humongous pan of cornbread. Every day. She had a lot of kids to feed. Had a lot of kids to feed. That's the reason she had to do that. But that's what she cooked. And I remember that. And I remember she would fix a glass of buttermilk with crumb, cornbread crumbled up in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what she set me and Jean out on the back porch. And that's what she'd feed us, that buttermilk and cornbread. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I love it. I've got it, too. So what about with Papa? What are some good memories you have of him? Well, I was his favorite. I really was. You did. You know he told every one of them yeah. they were his favorite. Yeah. That's a king thing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. He'd always carry me on his shoulders, you know, straddle his shoulders. Yeah, uh-huh. It, anyway, go to the garden, and he'd reach down and get a watermelon and hand it to me, and he said, this is your caliber right here. So I'm should have this. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. All the time going to the garden for something. But he'd always take me with him. Wow, that's something. I'm sure you had some good memories. Did he ever discipline you? I never, I don't remember if he did. You don't remember? Don't ever remember. Well, what about the aunts and uncles? Do you have some good memories of the King children? Well, I had some good memories and I had some bad memories of them. Okay, well, tell us the good memories. memories good memories was, well, was always going hunting and fishing. Mm-hmm. That was a main pastime. Mm-hmm. And uh, they always had good gardens, and they had, you know, raised a lot of produce. And always uh, the town that we lived in in that area was a big sawmill town. And... They knew all of those people in the sawmill, mm-hmm. worked in those sawmills. And they were always coming out there getting produce, mm. getting watermelon and peas and corn and whatever they raised. They'd always yeah. invite them to come get it, and mm-hmm. they did. Which of the King boys that um, you remember that you were close to growing up? Anyone in particular? Are you Were you close to uh, all of them? You mean one of the grown boys? The yeah, grown? the boys. Uh-huh. Well, Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill? Yeah, I was close to him. And he was in the military, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, a bunch of them were. I yeah. remember that. Um, do you remember uh, when you were growing up, any deaths in the family and how you were affected by it? Your papa, our, our papa, I know. Was yeah, well, I remember Aunt Jewel. 
Yeah. Well, she you, died. How old were you? Well, you don't remember. I how. was uh, six, I imagine. And you remember that, that yeah. accident? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was pretty traumatic, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. The way it happened and all. You yeah. Know. Now, she was hit by a truck or something? She was hit by a carload of black people. Oh. And they were coming out of St. Augustine. Yeah. And the Nacogdoches. <clears throat> and understand that they were were drunk or yeah. were drinking. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they run over the whole yeah. family. Well, wasn't there another person that was yes, killed I, along with yeah, her? Yeah, but I don't know who it was. Yeah. I remember. I just remember it happening, but I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. And then how long, well, that was quite a bit, quite a bit longer before Papa died, wasn't it? Well, he he was nine. I mean, I was eight or nine years old when he died. Yeah. That had to be very traumatic yeah, for you because oh, yeah, you were yeah. crazy about yeah. him, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you were, uh, you and James, prob- uh, not James, but, well, uh, you, James, and Gene were all yeah. close in age, weren't yeah. you? well, Gene uh, was one year older than me. And I was, like I say, I was, one, I was a year younger than him. And James is four years younger than me. Okay. So you have memories of y'all playing together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and Gene did everything together. He was more like a brother to me. Well, yeah, I bet. Than an uncle. Um, do you have uh, memories of Granny Keene and Papa discussing world events and politics? Do you have any memory of what Never, their politics? I've never heard them say one word about that. Really? Well, they probably didn't have a lot of time to <laughs> think about that. They had spent all their time raising food stuff. <laughs> well, um, tell us about your dad, Uncle Homer, your dad and your mom, Lillian. Tell us about some, how you memories you have of them. Were they strict with you or lenient with you? Or? Well, they wasn't strict with me, and they, it really, really wasn't either way. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, and what was Homer? Did he, was he a farmer, or did he... He, he did farm work, and then he... He got into the construction business at the end. His last working he done, he worked at the Hotel Fredonia there in Nacogdoches. They were building, and he did all the construction work on that hotel. Wow, that's amazing, really. Mm -hmm. It's still there, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll be darned. And and what about Aunt Lee and your mother? Well, she, she was busy all the time. Didn't she work at the school? She did. She worked at the school some, and... She stayed with some old ladies, keeping them, you know. And yeah. They needed uh, they needed people to stay with them in the daytime, and because they were old, and mm-hmm. and that's what she did. Well, I I kind of remember. Uh, was it Little Flock? Was that the name? Yeah, that was school. And I remember well, she worked. At, she cooked for yeah. them, didn't mm-hmm. she? Mm-hmm. I remember she was a great cook. I remember yes. that. So, um, okay, let's jump to how were you able to go to college? Did you work at the time and put yourself in? I think you were the first to go to college. Uh, no, I went to the bank and borrowed the money. You did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daddy went with me to the bank and borrowed the money. I'll be darned. Okay, and um, okay, let's jump to your joining the Army and being in service and how old you were and what your rank and... Uh, just, you know, want to hear all about yeah. that. Well, I went in the Army. I was 19 years old. Yeah, I was 19 years old. No, no, Was no, it no, after no. you got out of college? Well, it was after you got out of college, right? Uh, yeah. No, was no. It? I had been in college one year. 
Okay. And uh, and I was uh, twenty-two. I was well, twenty. I was. You were twenty. Twenty. And twenty-one. And how long were you in the military? Two and tell years. us about your your Two getting years. injured and yeah. how, how long you were in the hospital. All about that. I was in the military. Uh, two years, 24 months. And uh, I went to the, I went overseas to Korea, South Korea and North Korea. When I got over there, I was 22 years old. I went up on the front line and in the combat. Wow. Right off the bat. Mm. And uh, I was in the combat and on the front line the 23rd of December in 1950, 1952, that's when I was wounded. 23rd of December, 1952. I was wounded four times. Mm, wow. And, uh, and I stayed in the hospital from those wounds for six months. Oh, my heavens. And then uh, I thought they was going to bring me back home. Well, you were in Korea in yeah. the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought they was going to send me back home, and they said there was. But they changed doctors on me, and uh, the doctor that was going to send me back home, he got transferred. And so they put me with another doctor, and he said, no, we're not sending you home. Wow. But anyway, I went to another doctor when I went to the replacement center after I got out of the hospital. And the uh, doctor there interviewed me. And he said, well, according to your records, it shows that you, uh, uh, they got you on, on record here to go back to Korea, to your outfit in Japan, in, uh, in uh, North Korea. And he said, uh, if you go back, you'll go back to your outfit, and they're in combat now. Mm -hmm. That wasn't too appealing, was it? No. And he said, uh, uh, if you... If you want to, if you agree to it, he said, I can assign you to an outfit here in Japan, and you won't have to go back over there. Mm -hmm. But he said, you'll have to spend the rest of your time in service here, there in Japan, which was 18 months. Yeah. I had 18 months to go. Yeah. And so I said, man, that's what I want. <laughs> so I you said, stayed another 18 months yeah, in Japan? Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. And I said, yeah, that's what I want. That's to be the That'd be right down my alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. So I stayed another 18 months, and and uh, when I got through that, and they put me on a ship in Yokohama, Japan, and I sailed, sailed out Yokohama, Japan, and 12 days later, I was in Seattle, Washington. Wow, yeah, bit glad to be home. Oh, huh? yeah, Lord, yeah. But in Seattle, Washington, and I left there about four days later, and I wound up in uh, El Paso, and that's where I got discharged. That's where El you got Paso. discharged. Uh -huh. Then did you go back to Nacogdoches? Yes, I did. I I, uh, I run into a guy that I was in service with, and he said, uh, run into him in El Paso, and he said, my wife's coming out here, and he lived in Houston. So she's coming out here, and she's, She's driving a car, and if you want to, you can ride back to Nacogdoches with us, mm -hmm. or you can ride back to Houston with us to catch a bus mm -hmm. to Nacogdoches and go on home. So that's what I did. That's what you did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Do you remember some stories as, when you were a kid that were really impressed you, uh, either funny stories or any the memories that you have that have lingered with you for all these many years? Lord, I don't know. I don't know if I can remember that or not. Yeah. But I, I can remember some stories that happened not too many years ago. Oh, yeah, <laughs> those two. Um, Joe, can you think of anything that you know he's told stories about that would be a good thing to add to this? A story about Danny and the little kitten? Uh, well, tell it. You don't know it? No, I don't know. Well, one hear about Oh, you told me that, yeah. yeah and I think day. Aunt yeah. Ruth said she didn't remember, she didn't remember that either. No, she didn't remember it. Yeah, I knew she okay. Well, are there some other things you'd like to talk about that is of interest that, to the family about the King family? No, other than all of our spare time, we was at the river hunting and fishing. Hunting and we fishing. We did a lot of hunting and fishing. Yep. And, and, uh, All the King boys had to do their camping, hunting and their fishing. Camping out. Yeah. We camped out. Everybody camped out. Down in the river bottom, mosquitoes tear you up. <laughs> oh, what was... Uncle Herm, we, we was hunting, squirrel hunting. And, and uh, uh, everybody went out that morning squirrel hunting, which come back in at noon. So Uncle Herman said he was going to stay there and fix supper. Everybody else went back out that evening squirrel hunt again. So anyway, he he skinned three squirrels and put them in a cert bucket. You know what a cert bucket is? Of course I know what a cert okay. bucket is. Okay, he put them in a cert bucket, filled it with water, put a lid on it, closed it, sealed it up, <laughs> hung it up over the tree over the fire. Oh, that was supposed to cook it? <laughs> cook it. Yeah, he was cooking it. <laughs> Pressure cooking it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, the pressure built up on that bucket. The lid come off that bucket, and squirrels went straight up in the air, and they landed up in the top of the tree. Oh, my <laughs> heavens. Oh. And the water went all over Herman. Oh, my <laughs> heavens. scalded him good. Oh, my heavens. And uh, anyway, he didn't have anything to put on for burns, so he mixed up a bunch of flour, uh, Dough. Yeah. And it splattered it all, wiped it all over his face. Oh, my heavens. Oh. Dick Roberts. I don't know. You remember Dick Roberts? I do remember Dick Roberts. Dick Roberts was with us. He come back up there to camp. He looked at Herman. He said, damn, Humpy. Everybody called him Humpy then. Why did they call him Humpy? I don't know. That was his nickname he had. Okay. Yeah, he didn't like it, but yeah. everybody called him Humpy. Mm. And he said, damn, Humpy. You look like a white-faced heifer. <laughs> oh, my heavens. <laughs> white-faced he heifer. He had that white dough all over Oh, my face. heavens. Uh, like a white-faced heifer. Well. And anyway, that was one incident. There were several others. I can't remember, but there was. Well, we want to thank you, Roy, for contributing to the memories of the King family. <laughs> it's been fun, and I'm sure that we will all thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy Mama, Granny Keen's uh, memories, and yours. So thank you very much, and we're signing off. Thank you. Thank you.